Okay. Um, let's jump straight into this shit. Um, what about that guy who tried to attack Dave Chappelle? Have you seen that shit? Uh, <laughs> I did see that, and he he's he had a um uh a knife that was inside of like a fake gun. It, it disguised as a fake gun, and I was thinking, why would you have that? And I realized, I guess, <laughs> I guess it would be a way to flex on people and pretend you had a gun, maybe, so that you don't have to pull out the knife. But I just feel like that'd be a great way to get your ass kicked. Yeah, dude, like. Maybe it's like, okay, like if you're, let's say you're going to rob someone and then like you pull out the gun, but then let's say you actually needed to use it and then it's just a fucking fake gun. It's like, okay, at least you have a knife, you know? Um, but I, but, I don't I have no idea either. It's like, how the fuck did you sneak that thing in there, you know? Well, that's because, because shit isn't as safe as they say, right? Dude, the security you know. must have been shit. But I but I remember a little bit after 9-11, there was some dude, people are going to have to look this up. There was some dude who was just flying on planes with like knives and, and shit in his bag. And he, would, he kept like sending letters to the government saying he was doing this. And they still didn't catch him for however much time. Um, you know, like he was, he was kind of crazy, but he's also trying to prove a point. People have to look it up. I, I vaguely remember this, but it was just sort of like a lot of these things just aren't. Whenever there's these breaches in security, it's because it turns out security isn't as good um, as people want you to think it is. Or because it was, you know, it, it's some kind of conspiracy. They they wanted to uh, carry out a PSYOP against Dave Chappelle. Wasn't it like some transgender shit? Uh, yeah, from what I saw, it was something this person tweeted about you disrespected my my trans brethren and now i'm gonna get you i don't know i blame will smith personally yeah right that's what um do you he watch jimmy Dore? i do not i do not do you know who jimmy Dore is a uh, comedian oh no 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 he's like uh isn't he kind of like a left-wing yes. guy yeah, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. okay maybe i do know he's either. great he's absolutely great shout out jimmy Dore. um but he made this exact you call him a shitlib I just I just called him a shitlib. I'm sorry. He no, he's not really a shitlib. Cool. He's he must the be really exact cool opposite. So. He's the exact opposite. He literally says that exact word shitlib. Like he calls people shitlibs. You know, like he criticizes shitlibs. Um, am, I, am I confusing him for somebody else? You think you for a guy to be confusing him for someone else? You would think for a guy who spends as much time on the internet. I know, right? He's not as much. He's not very big on Instagram, though. No, I guess not. Or he in might the be, he might be lost in the world. No, you know, like the Young before. Turks. Uh, My nigga, yeah, you have okay. to know I, the Young I, Turks. I, I would, I would consider the Young Turks to be definite shitlobs, though. Exactly. So, so he used to work for them Is a long a time ago, and he got kicked. He got fired. Oh, he's he got one of fired their, because okay. he's one of their. Go ahead. Who, who else? Who else? Was it? Wasn't Dave Rubin a Young Turk as well? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, but 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 but. They, they got a couple falling. They got fired. They they got fired for different reasons, I think. But Jimmy Dore yeah, got yeah, fired yeah. because he was like out lefting, like out lefting them. You know what I mean? Like uh, see, the see, young see, Turks see. weren't even as cool as him. You know what I mean? Like he would, I think he'd criticize. You know, I forgot what exactly. Okay, it was, yeah, but... I, I've 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 seen this guy. I can't say as I've ever actually watched a show or anything. You should. He's funny as fuck, and he's like literally. Yeah like on point on every single thing like that's why me and you fuck with each other because we like 
share we have similar po- opinions politically don't we I don't know. Let's get into political opinions. Um, <laughs> what, what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just politics. Uh, what about politics? Um, are you left wing or right wing? Um, no, yeah, I think. But isn't the whole left right wing so retarded? It's gotten it's gotten to levels of retarded I didn't think were possible. Because I, I am know, pretty, right? Yeah, I am admittedly a pretty black pilled guy. Um, mm-hmm. on, on the whole, it is funny that I still get people like commenting or sending me messages being, um, it, it'll be like either, yeah, accusing me of being far right or accusing me of being far left sometimes or whatever. Just like any, anything you say, um, that just mildly feels like it doesn't agree with whatever that person's worldview is. And they just immediately assume you must be the opposite. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you get a lot of weird, like, hater people? Like, do you get more people on the right, uh, hating on you, or do you have more people on the left hating on you? I don't know anymore. It depends. It depends on what I post, because... I would think you'd have more people on the left. And, like, yeah, because they they're more even sensitive. They even seem to be... Right. Yes, exactly. They're more I would say, because they're cause more they sensitive. Because uh, the, the, the... I will say the big difference is... The right-wing people that I talk to, you can just straight up disagree with them or call them crazy mm-hmm. about certain things, and they don't seem to take it so personal. Um, on the whole, generally speaking, I will say the, the right-wing people can take things on the chin better than the left-wing people. Oh, Not yeah. that you don't have little babies there, too, but, like, I don't know. Way way back, I, I posted a video essay I did about um, uh, Belle Delphine. And I got a bunch of angry, like, griper comments, and these guys were, like, calling me simps or whatever, and it was kind of like, well, it's not in what I, what I wrote or what I made wasn't endorsing what she was doing, it was just trying to understand it. Um, you know, so that would be, like, a little bit of right-wing hate that I got, and then, um, hmm, there's some people who, who, whose names I just don't want to say, but <laughs> there was a certain, there was a certain, um, uh, spat that I had with somebody who we both know. Uh, oh God! And uh, I, I got a lot of his weird disgruntled followers in my DMs for a long time. Um, uh, whatever, calling me a fascist and, and stuff like oh that. Oh my God! But, I think <laughs> I think I can already imagine. I can already imagine who you're talking about. Um, and you don't want to. You don't want to say his name. I just, I have like, I don't want to give these people any clout. You know? Yeah, I I know, right? I'm always conflicted over that because they they get off on it. It's the it's the only thing they have, and so it's like, you know what I mean? These people, part of the part of this right left uh, thing, part of this polarization, I think, is like just straight up losers who can't create anything, and so their entire identity comes from being a hater. And obviously, like we know a lot of left wing people who are like that. But let's be real. A lot of the like weird right wing incel chuds are more or less in the same boat. They're just coming at it from a different angle, right? Mm-hmm. The 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 lefty loser boohoo is kind of maxed out right now. So that's the you know they got they, they have to create their own. So yeah, it's it's I, I think ultimately what it is, if we're going to be materialist about it, is just people are sliding backwards into. Um, poverty, right? Like we just have a lot of like, we're like, and possibly the most downwardly uh, mobile generation, if not in all of American history, 
definitely within the last hundred years. And so what can you do? What can you do to um, moralize yourself, to, to feel like you're a good person? Um, if you can't consume the way that your parents or grandparents did, well, then you can, you can hold the right positions. You can, you can find uh, creative ways of coping. And that's a lot of it. That's at least that's at least fifty percent of it. Fifty percent of the noise you hear on the internet, um, at least in our in our milieu, whatever you want to call it, um, is it, just uh, weaponized cope. Yeah, what's funny about that though is I think most people that are into this shit are like um, people who have more money um, because I think poor people don't know or give a shit about politics, more or less. You know. Well, so when I say downwardly mobile, I mean, like, it, it can be people who went to college or even came from a middle-class background, but then, you know, sort of um, uh, are, are, are backsliding, you know, they're, they're, okay. they're, they're doing worse than their parents did. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I can't remember the exact statistic, but the millennials, I don't, and I don't know how old you are, are you a Zoomer? Yeah. Because I don't think you guys are doing much better, but the millennials, they're like set to be like the first generation in American history that objectively did worse, um, economically anyway, than their, than their parents, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, so that, that fuels it, that resentment, I think, helps fuel it quite a bit. Because even my own family and my own upbringing, it's like, I grew up pretty poor. And then by the, you know, by the mid 2000s, actually, my family was doing pretty well. And then the financial crash came and I would say that uh, we just never recovered. So it's like, I got, I got just a little, just a barely, just a little taste of middle class right at the end there. Um, and, do, and I think when I was younger, I think that that made me more resentful, not less, right? Oh yeah, for me, like I really, I mean, I am filled with so much hate and rage <laughs> over not having money growing up. Um, I mean, I, like a lot of poor people, they just can't wrap their minds around it. They can't really wrap their heads around it. That like, this is not the way it has to be, um, that there are systems in play in which this is the way, this is, there's reasons why you have little money and it's hard for you to get out of these situations. And there are people that are just born with a shit ton of money. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. And some are so some people are just like, ah, oh, you know, they can just be it's like it's like blissful ignorance. You know, ignorance is bliss, you know. So like me, I as the as soon as I knew what fuck money was, you know, like way before I started actually reading Marx, I knew about the rich and the poor. And that there are mm-hmm. some people who got it and some people who don't. And your unlucky ass is one of the people who don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? And just <laughs> fucking like I've been, I've hated it. I fucking hated it as long as I could I fucking can remember, you know? Yeah. Um, but back to what we were talking about, um, is the guy you were talking about, the guy who we were just laughing about the other night? I was yeah. laughing my ass off the fucking <laughs> jokes you were making. I, I can't fucking remember. Titties. I can't remember the, oh, yeah. That, <laughs> That will remind me. <laughs> I know it's so funny. I don't even know, like, 
it's funny to just say that, like, because, like, there's, like, zero, 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 zero point one percent of people who know what the fuck we're talking about just saying that. Yeah. You know, like, you have to be so internet-brained. The niche, you know? the niche internet micro-celebrity. In, uh, in our <laughs> tiny little subculture, you know, I love it. I think it's so funny. I always I, ask... <laughs> go ahead. I, I was just laughing. It is, it is funny, because whenever you try to explain it to somebody who... <laughs> oh, my God. You know what I mean? With Should I when, explain it to somebody that's when so you, hard? That's when you start to realize that you, you're fucking crazy, right? I you know, know right? Like, <laughs> I know, right? Isn't it's like, so the, it's like the Charlie conspiracy meme when you try to explain this to anybody. So What's that's the what's Charlie funny, conspiracy like, meme? You know the meme? It's Charlie from uh, It's Always Sunny, and he's like... He, he's, oh, he's yeah, he's like pointing at, at the fucking he's the got, red, the red string. Yeah, he's like, he's got his crazy yeah. conspiracy Char- board, and like, board that's, in the that's trying to explain this shit. So that's why it's funny with like stuff with the Vanity Fair article. And, oh God! Um, you know all that stuff because, I mean, you were posting about it. it it's yeah, like- I can't believe I got mentioned in it a few times. Um, but they didn't put my name in it, bastards. I kind of wish they did just for the clout. But I could have been, and I know why it's me because the the person who wrote that article literally met DM'd me on Instagram asking if wow. I go on the record for it. Wow! You and did, did you? No, I said fuck you. Just like I well, did. Okay, the... well that's why you get mentioned in the article. I know, oh, I know, I know, on. I know, right? I I kind of, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of should have. But it's like my, it's like my pride. You know what I mean? My pride is like, no, don't trust journalists. You were really just like, man, I wish I was in that article. Oh, the, the, they didn't, they didn't want to talk to you. Oh no, they did. I just told them I didn't want to be in the article. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm saying is that I kind of regret it. You know? Yeah, yeah. All right, I get um, it. I get you. But um. The guy, there was a BuzzFeed article. They wrote about the same shit, this little subculture, but their focus on, was on the NPC Fest, the or the mm-hmm. new club. Do you know about that shit? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. You don't know about the new people cinema club? Oh, I thought you were talking about NPCs. The, I mean, I thought you were talking about like this. Had, does this have, have something to do with the NPC meme or what? Yeah, they even made that part of. Well, okay, the new people cinema club is this little thing, and like. It's NPCC, but they made a little meme saying NPC. And then sometimes, you know, for short, they just call it NPC Fest. And they know that they're doing it, right? They made, they even had one of my friends design the little NPC meme for them, but it was, oh, like okay, 3D, okay, 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 okay. It was a 3D rendering. Okay. I was just making sure. So I don't, yeah, I don't know anything about these people. Um, so a lot of people, a lot of our mutual friends was there. Um, I was there. And I swear to God, it was one of the happiest moments of my life, man, because I swear to God, like 10 different people came up to me and said, yo, Tony, I fuck with the podcast. And I had no idea who they were. It was fucking amazing. That's, got, that's always got to feel good. That's always got to feel oh good. Oh, my God. I've never in my life thought that I would ever get recognized in real life. You, you know, someone you know, today someone crazy. sent me. Yeah, today someone sent me a screenshot from uh, 4chan, and it was somebody gassing up, or um, yeah, it was somebody uh, giving my podcast a shout out on 4chan. On 4chan, that's great. It's from like a year, year and a half ago. And what's funny is that this person immediately gets shit on in the comments or in the replies because they're uh, like, you're just po- you're just posting your own podcast. No, it really wasn't me. So yeah, <laughs> was was posting on my behalf. Uh, so whoever you are, Anon, really appreciate it. That's kind of like finding rec- getting recognized in, in public, you know. But it's like the yeah. uh, the inter- the public of the internet, <laughs> you know. It I mean? Yeah, 
it always feels good when I see a meme I made like, you know, a year ago and I'll just randomly see it on Facebook or something. I'll be like, wow, that thing is still in orbit. It's still out there. You know, academic fraud. Yeah, of course. So he came on the podcast before and um, we were talking about on there how um, they have that book, uh, Capitalist Realism meme book. Do you know about this? He made a book, like a collection of yeah. a whole bunch of capitalist realism memes. And I'm, I like several, several of my memes are in there. Mm -hmm. Um, and one of the memes has my face in it and <laughs> some random fucking guy on Twitter. Uh, I remember we were talking about this on the podcast is some random guy on Twitter saying, um, okay, do you know that meme with Sam Hyde where it's like, um, uh, here's a picture of the gunman of the of the shooter, the recent shooter. You know what I mean? And it's Sam yeah, Hyde. Yeah, the, the, the blame Sam Hyde for everything. Yeah, yeah and fucking someone t did that meme that that format and put my face in it. Um, <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and dude, random fucking person. I had no idea who it was. I didn't even know mm -hmm. about this meme until I seen it. Like mm -hmm. sent it to me or some shit. Yeah. Um, and it's in that book. That's how you get sucked into this. You get addicted to the cloud. You get addicted to the cloud. <laughs> the micro yeah. cloud. You get oh, man. Remember I sent you that, that beautiful girl who's following the both of us? Oh, uh, yes. Yes, I do. Isn't that great? Isn't that hilarious? Yeah. I mean, it is funny because, well, two things. One, this actually kind of ties back to what I was talking about at the beginning, where it's like, if you can't make money. You can have the right kind of beliefs, but I guess the other road you can take is you just get some niche internet micro celebrity class. <laughs> that it's, sort of that sort of makes up for it, but uh, that's the new American dream. Um, but uh, what are you talking about? Oh, you're talking about girls following us. It, it's funny because you know I, when I see like the stats for my Instagram or my podcast or whatever, you know, it's like women are only like. 20% of my audience, right? Yeah. But the but the women who do show up are really cool, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a great. Um a lot of times they're cooler than the guys. Uh um, well, yeah, and they they also they like they they they're generally more dedicated fans than the guys as well, so. Yeah, because if you're a guy, it's like, ah, it's normal. Like if you're a girl and you're into this shit, like you're a hardcore mother. <laughs> 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 You got to be pretty cool. Yeah, pretty right? Cool. <laughs> That's what I always tell them. Like, if when I meet them and we're talking, I'm like, like, um, I'm always like, well, yeah, you must be pretty cool. You know, like, you have to be decently cool to even to fuck with me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna say the type of girls who, who like the stuff that we're into are probably the kinds of girls that grow up with a lot of brothers would be my theory. Yeah. Um. Well, it's not even necessarily a, a, a such a male thing like football or something. You know what I mean? Like it's not necessarily like a motherfucking um male centric thing, you know? But yeah, I mean there's by far there's more guys. But check this out. It's not like we're running a makeup fucking tutorial page, you know, but because like I I th I think if you took most things on the internet like you'll see similar statistics that it's like 60 40 you know men to women um 70 30 because it's like i look i was so i would um there was some kind of piece i was writing uh for re for, and i was doing this kind of research i forgot what it was about it was years like years ago but i was doing some research and i came across this fact that um 
that's literally how the, those statistics are uh, similar across the whole board of the internet. Like if you look up how many people like are on the internet and especially around like do it for like a hobby or like, you know, like they're on the internet, like heavy, it's like mainly men. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, whether, that, that whether, doesn't no matter me. what you're watching or nothing, no matter where you're at on the internet, you know, even just like Facebook, you know, which can be as like you think of social media, you think it's more of like a girl thing, but no, there's just there's there's yeah, there's more that, men. Than that women. that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me, and I think it's because in general, women are more pro-social than men, and so like you know, what's going on with men now is like I, I don't know. We're we're how do you want to put it? We're inverting. We're becoming troglodytes. Um, you know, we're we're turning inward. We're men are, are are leaving society, right? And they still want to be social, but they want to be social in the most autistic way possible, which is through the internet. Yeah, it is the most autistic way possible. Um, what's up with autism and being like an internet person? Well, it's the the spectrum is is uh, schizo or autist, right? Oh god, that's um, so funny. I, I would say, yeah. So it's like the schizophrenia. They say it's more, it's more, you know, more, uh, more about feelings and creativity and uh, dynamic or disordered thinking, right? And autism is all about, you know, lack of emotion, logic, order, patterns, pattern seeking, structure. I think it's just pattern seeking schizophrenia too. So whatever. Eventually, eventually they sort of they, they sort of meld into each other. But I would say that's the spectrum. Yeah. I just also think the internet is sort of uh, it's it's become our extended psyche, right? Um, you know, like you ever heard the term noosphere, right? This like this, uh, it, the mentalization of the world. And so it makes sense that you go on the internet and you find uh, all of our, um, all of our psychological problems sort of uh, amplified inside of it. You said the what sphere? I've never heard of that. No sphere. I think it's uh, Tahard. I hope, I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly, but I think he's the first guy to use it. He was this kind of out there um, Catholic uh, priest, but he had, he had a lot of ideas that were very ahead of his time. Um, and one of them was the was the new sphere, the this this, this sort of uh, the the mental mentalization of the world, the kind of um, uh, idea ideification, the the the. Uh, whatever you want to call it, the kind of thought sphere that we were creating with, with uh, mass media. You ever heard of the term, I think it's called the global village? <laughs> yes, yes. As someone who grew up in the 90s, I heard a lot about the global village. Um, by uh, Matt McLuhan? Yes. It was, um, very, it was a very popular idea when I was a kid. Um... I'm trying to Google this real quick. Um, McLuhan. Um, yeah, I want to do like, eventually I want to do like a whole episode on Marshall McLuhan. Um, how much do you know about him? I know a decent amount. I mean, yeah, he has a whole book called The Global Village. No shit. He has a, he probably had the most straightforward um, understanding of mass media. Of, of anyone that you're going to read yeah. and it's 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 fun to read him today because uh he he is uh, even when he's describing the 1960s um he, he's describing our present day even better right he, he's only gotten more relevant as time has gone on 
Yeah, for sure. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazier than shit? Because I think, yeah, there's a lot of futurists who they, they, you read them now and it's, it's kind of silly, right? Yeah. <laughs> Even you think about like the population bombers or stuff like that, that was, that was popular in his time, but um, with, uh, with McClellan, you, you, you don't have that problem. He, he saw exactly where this was all going. I know it's so insane because um, if you take just the last 20 fucking years, all right, um, it's insane. It's fucking nuts. You know what I mean? Especially, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's really crazy to think about McLuhan's time. You know, if you think about it in like the 50s, um, it was, it, you know, it's really crazy to think about the 50s to now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My fucking great grandmother, um, my uncle told me this shit. I don't even think, I don't even think I've met the lady. Um, but she, before she died, she said, uh, you know, it's gonna kill us. Fucking uh, drugs and computers is gonna be that kill it, not kill us. But well, it turns out they're kind of the same thing. So are gonna be our <laughs> Yeah, right. Isn't it crazy? It turns out they're kind of the same thing. Uh, I feel like I'm probably more addicted to my phone than the, any other substance I've ever crossed paths with. So, do you do any drugs? Um, other than other than I'm I'm pretty I'm like I, I jokingly call myself shroom edge. Um, but it's kind of not a joke because that's really the only drug I do anymore. I'll, I do um, psilocybin periodically, pretty much for like therapeutic reasons. Yeah, I want to do them more. Not really a party thing. Um, and usually, you know, I can't of- party on mushrooms, dude. I'll be fucking like <laughs> crying and shit. I like I cry a lot. Yeah, well, no I mean, mushrooms. Yeah, because it can it can bring that out. It can make you introspective. Um, and that's the thing. The reason why it's, uh, at least in my opinion, not not the best party drug is that once you get into no. a high enough dose of it, it's not going to be giggly anymore. It's going to be introspective. And that introspection can be really positive sometimes. And sometimes, well, there's some some not so positive things that you've been not dealing with and the mushroom is going to want to talk about it. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that's not, that's not like you said, that's not good for partying. So I, I, I don't drink very much anymore. Um, I, I never was a huge weed guy. I tried to be a stoner, but um, it just doesn't work because it just makes me paranoid. I just can't. Yeah. You know, I hate like, that's the worst part. It's paranoia roulette. Um, so I don't really fuck with weed anymore. Uh, and then other than that, you know, I just don't, I don't have the, I don't have the patience for drugs. <laughs> I don't have the yeah, patience dude, for drugs Yeah, used to sell weed heavily before the fucking market just got fucking crazy, gnarly, um, Not, gnarly because, because it got, oh yeah, I was going to say, it, would, it got crazy because it became so abundant. So right? saturated, yeah. It's like yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. and their fucking mom trying to sell weed. You know well, I mean? And I feel, you know, I and like bad. people are making fucking two dollars a fucking ounce. It's like get the yeah. fuck out of here, bro. I don't. Well, the well, like the crackification of weed. That that's been no, nah, been... crack is still big time money. It's always been big time money, yo. When I mean, well, when I what I mean by crackification is all this. Uh, what what's it called? Shatter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the what's it called the uh, dabbing. dabs the dabbing it was like I just when I first started smoking weed like in high school it was like you know we smoked regular dirt, fucking weed we'd smoke dirt weed and then it got you know when we got a little bit older it was like you'd buy the hydroponic stuff um, and but then in the last couple of years where this was this dabbing thing got big I was at this party this was like 
five, maybe, gosh, maybe even 10 years ago, but <laughs> hang out with this dude, which is drinking beers. He has like a, a blanket over something. Um, and he's like, Hey man, do you, do you want to, do you want to smoke some weed? And I was like, no, I'm good, but you go ahead. He's like, Oh, okay. And he, he just pulls the blanket back and he has this insane like dab rig set up. Yeah. And he's like, you know what dab is, right? I don't have to explain this to you, right? And I was like, you don't have to explain dabbing, but you might have to explain, like, what the fuck is this whole Rube Goldberg fucking uh, <laughs> industrial nightmare you have in the middle of your fucking house? And it was like a blowtorch and a bunch of, like, metal tubes and tanks and just, like, looked insane. And then he does this, like, uh, high heat whatever. Um, <laughs> looks like he's <laughs> going to weld the fucking weed, right? Uh, <laughs> massive hit of this dab stuff and i'm like how can that even be a good time like however concentrated that weed is you either have such a high tolerance that now you have to smoke it this way or you're about to just like shit your pants and have a heart attack uh, at least from my perspective yeah dude when i used to sell weed like i had such a crazy tolerance because i was smoking all the fucking time just crazy 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 gnarly stoner smoker and um Cause I just had so much of it all the fucking time. And I mean, I used to just take dabs all fucking, I mean, I would, I just take dabs to go to sleep, dude. I mean, I was just, I would, I could do a crazy amount of dabs. And now it's like, if I barely hit a fucking joint, I'm just like, Whoa, fuck it. I'm cool. <laughs> like, you know, um, if it's some really good weed, which I only smoke good weed, I'm not even gonna waste my time smoking fucking shit weed anymore in 2022, man. It's like, you can get crazy don't. Cali weed all across the country easy i don't i last time i smoked weed was the beginning of the pandemic um for like the first couple weeks when we were all locked inside i was drinking a lot and i was smoking a lot of weed dude it seems like a lot of people drink during yeah a couple a couple weeks into it i was like I'm gonna. I'm going fish mode. I'm gonna become an alcoholic. I'm like. <laughs> I, I don't even like weed. I'm literally just smoking it, and it's just making. It's actually making everything worse. Yeah. I, it's just that, at the time, it was like more enjoyable to focus on the weed paranoia than the like world going crazy. Yeah. And I was like, this is just bad. So then, I kind of just was. Uh, I did. I ended up doing an almost entirely sober quarantine. I just was like, I'm gonna. That's nuts. Just, just go just go clean mode um i guess i was still doing a little bit of kratom which i kratom, kratom is something i was doing off and on for a couple of years and it's like an actually opioid, dude isn't it it's it's well so the thing is is that it's it is similar but it's different enough that it cannot be classified as such and i would say that yeah the, the problem with kratom is that and and the reason why i'm gonna give a little anti-drug psa about kratom here is that the problem with kratom is that it's another example of like a a, a soft addiction um because you're not going to get strung out on kratom like it's heroin or something like that right um but it's a little bit like weed in the sense that it makes your day a little bit easier and so it's very tempting to to keep doing it, right? Because it's low intensity. But then that's precisely what the problem is. Because you kind of just get loopier and loopier and more and more out of it. And doing the bare minimum feels really good because you're on Kratom and, and this sort of thing. Um, and then eventually when you run out and you stop doing it, you do have these minor withdrawals. And again, oh. it's not like it's not like you're falling over, sweating and puking and shitting kind of uh, withdrawals. But like it's kind of like nicotine. Withdrawal. It's kind of like nicotine withdrawal. You're just fucking pissed off for three days and a little bit sweaty and tingly and uh, you're just angry and, and you don't know, know why. And then you remember, oh, it's because I want more Kratom. So it's, it's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess with the stuff actually. It's no pretty, shit. 
it's 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 uh, i've never tried it but i've really gotten like close like i've wanted to it's just a little demon it's just a, it's just a little demon that you have to uh share your life with and uh whatever it's just another fucking another fucking thing for you to to be addicted to right yeah. um and that's just our whole Every, everything is addiction now. Everything is like, I'm addicted to porn. I'm addicted to video games. I'm addicted to Kratom. I'm addicted to weed. I'm addicted porn to is social a funny media. one of those things. I'm addicted to rage. I used to, it doesn't happen so much anymore, but for a while, since we were talking about male loneliness, that was the number one thing I got messaged about. Was, you got messaged about? Or yeah, or like dudes who would talk to me or something. Um, you know, younger dudes who would be like, I can't stop fapping. I can't stop looking Why at Why would porn. they message Schizotopia about <laughs> their porn addiction? I mean, I, because, well, did you talk about it on your page? I, I don't think, so. well, maybe, maybe it was, I mean, it might've been the Belle Delphine thing I posted uh, that might've gotten, that might've, that might've does been she it, do but porn? it was, well, my whole thing was about how I thought I never would do porn, but then she did. So I was wrong. So my whole, my whole she thing was done like sex, like intercourse porn. She did. And my whole, the whole vagina thing, porn. The whole thing that I wrote was about I no why, why, why I thought that she wouldn't and why I, I, I thought that she never would. Um, um, and so I was totally wrong anyway, right? So just a great example of why you shouldn't, you shouldn't take me too seriously. But um, no, so yeah, it was like this kind of, uh, I, I get weird DMs or people bring their problems to me. I imagine it has something to do with my podcast. They, you know, because on my podcast, if I can plug myself a little bit, my, my podcast is uh, pretty much n almost totally non-adversarial. Um, I, I don't give anyone the vouch treatment. I don't, I don't, I think internet blood sports and this whole shit is just Stupid. ruining the world. So, uh, you know, when I, when I talk to somebody, I want to hear what they have to say, even exactly. if it's weird, even if it's marginal, even if people don't like it. And for the most part, sympathetic now sometimes i'll disagree and we might argue a little bit but it's not i'm not doing the thing where i'm trying to own anybody or anything like that i'm that's you there's plenty of other places you can get that shit so maybe maybe it's just part of my style and so people are like this guy seems nice <laughs> i'll tell him about my problems i've gotten some weird ones that weren't about you know uh people's uh fat problems but other stuff uh you know i had some girl message me and uh, about what to do with her um, her, her daddy dom and I was, what like, the fuck? I, I was like I've never been in that situation I don't know but we, we can try to talk it through um, she disappeared but I hope she's doing well so sometimes oh, yeah God. sometimes I'll get I'll get some weird people who who want a sympathetic person and the problem is is that at, in the old days when I had less followers I felt like I had, and you know it was during the quarantine I had plenty of time to do this and now I feel like you know Unfortunately, I'm going to have to ignore a lot of uh, uh, new messages. So sorry to anyone listening. Don't, don't get any ideas. Um, God damn. I hope that girl's okay. Like, hope she didn't end up like that one bitch who, like, people are speculating that her boyfriend killed her. She was a vlogger. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. found yeah. Her, her body, like, out in the desert or some shit. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, that's how most of those cases end. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's scary, man. Six sad world, yeah fucking weird um um have you ever had like alcohol withdrawals or are you not that much of a drinker at all hmm. you have to be a crazy hard drinker to get alcohol withdrawals like you can get opioid withdrawal like real easy 
you are just a lot easier. I was going to say, uh, I, but like alcohol, you have to really be a drinker to, to get with those. But the interesting thing is, and this is what's so crazy about how alcohol is legal and the legalizations of drugs and how we, the society thinks about certain drugs. So opioid withdrawals, which people are like, Oh, heroin's just the worst, craziest thing. It's horrible. Like absolutely. You get fucking disowned from your family. If people find out or that people just absolutely, it's just crazy how much people think it's so, so, so bad. Um, and there's no way you can ever even do it, um, you know, and enjoy yourself and not have it be a problem. Or if you do it once, you're completely fucked for the rest of your life. But anyway, um, the thing is, is that opioid withdrawals, you can't really die. It's very, very, very few times, like one in a million fucking people die. Alcohol withdrawals can put you into seizures, and it literally kills thousands of people like a year. People die from alcohol withdrawals. It's like, it's like if you stop alcohol, like you, if you drink alcohol so much and then you stop out of nowhere and you get, you sit in the withdrawals, you can have, it's so, so, so severe that you can go into a seizure and die. Same thing with Xanax, but you can't do that with opioids and alcohol like ruins people's lives. It fucking kills people, but you can find it on every fucking store corner at a liquor store. You know what I mean? At every restaurant. Like, it's fucking yeah. crazy how we think so alcohol it is, is fine, but opioids are just the worst thing in the world. You have to drink a lot. I mean, but to, to get to that level, you have to consume a lot less opioids than alcohol. To get to that level of alcohol, which are, the amount of alcohol you have to consume is um, pretty incredible. Not uh, even. Not even incredible. Like, it's like, it doesn't have to. I mean, it's a lot, but it's not like insane a lot like it ha- like unfortunately it literally happens to a lot more people than people think i like people I worked fucking at a, die i worked at a liquor store for about two years um i was very <laughs> i was very young i was i had just turned 21 so i could just barely legally work at a liquor store and i started working at this liquor store um at the time only job i had only job option i had um i worked there for about two years and I would still say my time working there probably influenced my worldview more than anything else, more than any book I read, <laughs> more than oh, any, more than anything else that came That's after that. Um, but I would get people would come in uh, who, who, you know, I would see them no matter what shift I worked, I would see them two or three times a day. Wow. Um, and they would usually buy, you know, a whole, uh, there was this one guy who would just drink E&J, which if you're not familiar, absolute rock up brandy. Um, just about just about the nastiest brandy there is, but it's very cheap. Yeah. And he always buy a handle of it. I assumed I was uh, not he would have buy fifth. I always assumed that he was pulling his money with uh, some other homeless guys, and that they they, they were splitting it because that they, a lot of that it was, was right? so much because he was getting so much. But actually, one day I sold him a bottle of E and J, the fifth of E and J, and. He, I saw him walk across the street. He cracked it as he was walking across the street, chugged the entire thing by the time oh. he got to the other side of the street and just threw the empty bottle into the trash can in front of the Taco Bell. And I thought, holy shit. So every time that dude comes in here, and he like I said, no matter what shift I, I work, he's, he buys a whole fifth of E&J. And so that means that you have to be drinking, you know, three to four fifths of E&J wow. every day. Right. So that, 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 that was the level of his drinking. I remember there was this one woman who came in, she would buy the rock at uh, a vodka. 
And one day she just didn't have any, didn't even have nearly enough. She had like 50 cents and she was asking me for the vodka. And I said, I'm sorry, I, I can't just give it to you. You know what I mean? And she walked out of the store. She got maybe like five or six steps out of the store and she collapsed and she started having a seizure uh, um, from alcohol withdrawal. So I called 911 for, and you know, 911 came oh. and, or the, or, uh, uh, the ambulance came. Before they got there, I was just like, mm, fuck it. So I just cracked open some uh, vodka and, and tried to give it to her while she was um, spasming. You know what I mean? I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. And obviously, I was, I was still pretty, pretty young and stupid. But after that, after that, I kept an emergency bottle of vodka. And I thought oh if somebody was, gonna, was, having, was, was about to go into withdrawals, I would I'd just give them that drink on the house, under the table, right? Since obviously, we were the ones who were selling them booze all day anyway um so Dude, that's a crazy yeah, I, fucking I, I story do, you know i do know a little bit about about um extreme alcoholism um actually funny thing this one dude this one dude would come in and honestly this will be this will sound a little bit mean but remember barney from the simpsons actually which one is he, he he's like the big big drunk who would hang out with uh, yeah, okay. Homer Simpson uh-huh. at the bar um i think it was barney right anyway whatever just imagine the slightly like hippie version of him and he would come in he'd come in every day and he would only buy shooters uh the little shot bottles uh and you know the shooters are overpriced right because you're only supposed to buy one or two of them but he would always buy like five or six and so inevitably i asked i was you know listen man you could just buy a bottle and save a lot of money and he said, no, you don't understand. I, I buy these so I can hide them in my jacket and I can drink them and my wife doesn't. And then when she's gone or doing errands or something, I just take them out back and I eat them. Um, take them so out back and what? Every day this guy's doing, shoot them. Um, so every day this guy's doing drunk, uh, <laughs> drunk uh, target practice. Um, shoot them. <laughs> hopefully without his wife ever catching them. The funniest thing is, I hardly ever said a word to this man, but this dude would just unload all of his problems and hopes and dreams and regrets on me. And yeah. usually at the like end, you're he'd, a say like, he'd say like, you know, yeah. And he would be like, at the end, he'd be like, you know, man, you should honestly be a therapist. You should <laughs> honestly be a therapist, man. You really like, you're really like a good listener. Like you're, you're a good. <laughs> oh, shit, you just... cut out a little bit at the end. I just said, sir, I, you know, I've made, well, I never said this to him. He's a nice guy, but it's like, it's never like I really gave him any pertinent advice or anything. I just kind of would just listen to him. And it's, it's funny how many people that's all they need. That's all they need. I know, just need right? to listen to him. So it's funny when people talk about like, go to therapy, go to therapy, go to therapy, or they talk about how therapy changed their lives. And I, I always wonder like, how much does the therapist actually do? Because I think a lot of people, they just need somebody hmm. to recognize them at all. That's all they need. Yeah, dude, I used to have, especially older people, they would, like, uh, buy drugs from me, you know, call me over just so that they didn't even care about the drugs that much. They just wanted to have someone to talk to. They'd call me over and give me all this money, you know, like, oh, come over, like, and, you know, I want to buy this, whatever. I'll come over, i bring shit, and, you know, then they give me extra money to sit there and talk to them, you know what I mean? And. Yeah. And, you know, make me food and give me drinks, you know, and fucking, you know, alcohol and, and, uh, 
Sometimes I just sit back and smoke some cigarettes or, you know, roll up some some joint or whatever and drink yeah. for fucking, you know, there's one lady, this older lady, she always had a fucking big ass thing of Jameson and um, I used to love fucking uh, Jameson <laughs> and ginger ale. Um, Jameson and ginger ale, dude, and like a little bit of lime juice and fucking dude. And like some mint, some mint leaves, and she always had like had fresh mint in the garden or whatever. I just want to go over there, and she would make me my drink, and I'd sell her her shit, you know what I mean? And fucking, um, we'd sit back, and I'd just listen to this lady talk for like a couple hours, you know, and I'd leave with like an extra hundred dollars in my pocket, you know what I mean? And um, she, she was just lonely, man. Loneliness yep. is yep. is fucking a killer dude it kills people man because mm -hmm. you know they say the most like worst thing the worst form of torture is isolation you know yeah, and i was absolutely. just talking about this with um my uh my re my um my guest uh my podcast guest uh who the second time he's came on shout out perfume jack or uh jack jack from the perfume nationalist podcast um, um, he, we were talking about this and he even mentioned good point, you know, like we, 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 we know, we really know this, you know, that isolation is like one of the worst from torture because of the lockdown that just happened. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, uh, did you, have you heard about all these statistics of like depression and suicide from like, uh, the lockdown, like mental yeah. health has just skyrocketed um mental illness and shit has i know there was at least one there's at least one state I, I don't remember the exact statistic um but there's at least one state where like the suicides got higher than the covid deaths you know so it's like wow no that's uh, not even surprising because covid yeah. deaths are actually so low it's ridiculous how we yeah, well, they're going back on some of those too and saying oh we accidentally no added, shit. added a zero here i've seen i've seen some stuff like that where it's like wow nah. or the problem is what they were sort of saying like they were sort of um uh saying well any basically any old person who died in this period we can probably say that's covid and then the problem for me is that so this is this is a good example of like internet insanity is that you know spikes in like heart attacks and stuff like that and people saying like well maybe it was the vaccines and then but then I also think, I don't know, if you take a bunch of fat ass Americans and you force them to just sit inside for uh, a year or two, mm. th that's probably also going to cause some a spike in heart attacks <laughs> or other, you know, related things. If people already weren't particularly healthy in this country and then you make them sit inside for two years, I could also see there being a spike in all. In, yeah, in, dude. In, a lot um, of people, the only exercise or movement yeah, they're getting lethargy. is from go leaving, is from like getting up off their ass to go to work or something. That's like the only bit of movement or exercise these people get. And if you yeah. take that away from them, you know. I, I know it's like, it's really the U.S. Nothing. Yeah, it's the U.S. and Mexico who like compete for who is the most obese country. Um, I don't understand that. I would think America would have it like easily. No, no competition. I think it's like, it, it's because, uh, uh, one, I, I don't, well, I don't know the exact specifics, but I think it's because one of the reasons I read was that uh, Mexico started to embrace more American style of eating, like more fast food and stuff like that. Um, but they already have like a pretty heavy set diet. Yeah, their but diet it, is fucking crazy. But it is, but it is America and, and, and Mexico. And then where I live in SoCal, where you get the combination of Mexican and 
Mexican food with American uh, preferences. Uh, it gets it gets pretty wild out here too. Um, Mexico ha- Mexicans have the most popular food in the world, I believe. Um, that makes sense, especially in America. Um, them and the Chinese. Uh, when it comes to food, they rule the fucking world. <laughs> I can see that. And I think they really do rule the world because Chinese, the Chinese just rule the world in general. There's some cold motherfuckers. Um, and, uh, cause you know, they're like one of the only communist countries and shit. And, um, and, um, Mexicans, they are like taking over one of the biggest, one of the, one of the superpower of the world, which is America. And they're fucking taking it over, you know? Um, it's crazy how many, how many Mexicans we have in America. Um, like where I grew up at, it's not even particularly like Mexican state, and it's just full of fucking Mexicans. Like my grandfather's Mexican. Oh shit, my earbud just fell off. Um, hold on. Okay, did you say anything? No, just chilling. Because if you did, I didn't hear you. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, that's a crazy story, man. I'm I'm thinking of it. like that. Uh, that lady just fucking like fell right when she got out of the liquor store holy shit yeah she's fiending so and like gnarly. i didn't if i had you know i something it's obvious it's definitely Did something she look that, all fucked up when she came in like she was all sick she was she was like she was i guess fidgety but that's not oh, out that's of the norm so and the other thing is is that like like i said i was i was 21 years old i i didn't no it's not you your know, i didn't know, i didn't know shit right so but after that that really changed me i was like okay when when you see somebody it's like keeping like, some narcan on a day you know like yeah basically narcan. yeah i was like nar, nar, nar vodka basically mm. <laughs> that's what i was keeping after that um vodcan or something whatever you want to call it but yeah i was like you know after that i was like I, okay when when um when you get somebody in here who looks like they're having symptoms just give them some free booze because on some level we did this to them right so yeah um i, I saw man i saw so much weird shit at that store Okay, hold up. Sorry, just had some. Uh, no problem. My fucking shit just got unplugged. Okay, um, sorry. What were you saying? I just saw I just saw a lot of crazy stuff working at that store, and you know, people who would just like uh, either you know, I think another funny one is I didn't realize how many like healthcare professional people were drinking all the time because people would come in and they'd stuff their uh, their. Uh, scrubs with with shooters and stuff like that and you know, you know the, the first time i saw that i made the mistake of being like oh did you just get off and they're like nope i'm just going in <laughs> you know um that's probably because it's stressful to work that kind of work you know oh extremely i mean i don't blame them i mean i hope they're not like getting drunk but i'm like operating on somebody yeah but (laughs) i understand i understand like if they're there for days on end you know uh i i I can't uh begrudge them for having a drink or two in the the rec room or whatever yeah um some people need it to function they're just at a point in their life where like yeah literally if they don't they go into a fucking seizure they didn't die you know um it's crazy. Um, you know, I think they were right. Those people were right when they were trying to ban, like, what do they call it? Alcohol. They were trying to ban alcohol. 
Prohibition? Prohibitionist. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if you ever, if you ever, uh, if you ever get a chance, uh, and I don't know if you've seen it, but Ken Burns had a really great documentary about alcohol in America. And the thing is like, once, once you had industrialized agriculture, like grain alcohol got so cheap. I can't remember the amount, but it's like mid, mid 1800s, motherfuckers were getting so drunk that by today's standards we're like all teetotalers you know what i mean like there was so oh, much what? What there was so much on? cheap there was so much cheap booze in america in like the the mid 1800s that 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 the, the, he talks about like it had that had a big effect on why you know later generations would be like we have to get rid of alcohol right it was like crack for them you know that was their wow. crack epidemic was all the the super super cheap green alcohol that came out because of uh, industrial agriculture so there's always that element to it. And it's, I don't know, I, I have mixed feelings because you know, we, we've made weed legal, but then what do we do with the legal weed? We make it more potent and more insane than ever. Uh-huh. And I remember, I remember when I was a kid, you know, in California, especially where for some people weed is their entire life. Right. Um, and they would always say, it's a plant, it's a plant, it's nature, you know, like, how can you ban this? It's good for you. And it's like, to an extent, yeah, but not when you make it into something that is so potent and strong that you have to smoke it with a blowtorch and you were uh-huh. completely, like, completely fucking like you were like crying red tears because you were so fucking stoned. Like that's not nature anymore, dude. <laughs> and it, it makes me worried what's going on with psychedelics because on one hand, I'm like, it's good that psychedelics will replace uh SSRIs or this sort of thing, antidepressants. I agree with that in theory, but then I think, well, what if they start doing to shrooms what they did to weed? They start making shrooms that are so fucking potent that, um, you know, you're you're going to um, be completely off your fucking head if you even have one tiny bite of it or something like that. So I just that uh, I don't think have it's, nice hard, it's hard. It's hard for them to nice make things. potent shrooms because it's not a plant; it's a fungus. Uh, and uh, it's a lot more of a difficult mm. thing to like, like we can raise THC levels in weed pretty easily, you know, um, with fungus, it's from what I've read, it's, it's a quite, it's a quite harder, more complex thing to. More, more like, complex like, and more sensitive to, 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 to grow it. Correct. But not at all undoable because there, I know there already are hybrid strains of psilocybin rooms where they're where they're in rooms that have yes yes no shit i may have actually tried a couple of them so yeah and you were tripping your ass off and they definitely fucking crank um as as i find out so it's already that's already rooms are intense man i've already experienced that so and i and on one hand i'm like okay i could see uh, the positive potential, but the negative potential is is so glaring and so obvious that um, even if I wish that wasn't the case, it's not. So I guess I guess there's no no easy way out there. I always have a much funner time on acid because shrooms are so intense, man, and it's like a lot more of like an emotional trip for me. Mm. Um, than acid is acid can be more fun like more of a party thing um i have a funny story too about um about because okay so it's literally almost exactly like your you said what what'd you say please by all means okay yeah yeah so it's all it's like your story so i used to hang out with this guy who's so dope and shit and um 
he's you know his opioids and shit and there was a guy you know all real strung out and shit and he was he was getting sick you know and you know when they're sick dude i mean it's horrible and and they're he's like fuck dude like hurry up hurry up hurry up and he's outside dude's house and i swear to god dude bro we come outside and this guy shit himself waiting on the dope because it gives you diarrhea when you get sick and um literally like it's so much so, so it was just funny dude this this poor guy fucking shit himself and it was just fucking horrible because uh he was waiting on the shit but anyway um <laughs> this is such a thing that uh in china in ancient china if it's ancient all as in, in ancient china and not even in ancient china even in more modern times they would use opium for uh diarrhea medicine yeah it, it because it, it uh it can make you constipated as well right um it has a lot to do with shooting <laughs> yeah it makes you constipated sense. when you're on it and then when you when you cut yourself off of it it fucking makes you diarrhea real bad i am um, i've had my thing with opioids and um i've never experienced that i've never experienced any diarrhea shit like that yeah, that's something hand in math. I never never went anywhere near. Always managed to Well, that doesn't have to be opioids can be is like fucking there's a lot of different opioids besides just that. Right. Never 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 got too fond of those either. I guess unless we're counting Kratom. I definitely Yeah, it's crazy because Kratom, yeah, they sell Kratom at gas stations. <laughs> they sell the gas stations. It's not. It's uh and my understanding is if you do have an actual opioid addiction. Kratom, Kratom this is the help. one thing where, like, yeah, Kratom, Kratom uh, can help people a lot. It's a lot safer than something like methadone or something like that, so. Um, uh, what was I going to say? I have some other shit on my notes here that I wanted to, that I wanted to get to. Um, oh, yeah, it was funny. That guy that got beat up at the Dave Chappelle thing, he tried attacking David Chappelle. Have you seen the picture of him all beat up? Um, I just, yeah, the picture of him in the ambulance, yeah, seen that. Dude, have you seen, well, there's also a video, did you see his arm, what they did to the dude's arm? Uh, look, look a little twisted, oh, but I don't dude, know. I look I don't this know shit up, dude, the... it looks crazy, he's like, it's like, it's like literally bent backwards, it's like yeah. some, like they took it off the motherfucker and put it back on him, all backwards, um, so, it's fine, dude, the dude, kid's dude, wearing, like, yeah, he's like wearing black nail polish and shit. He's like has his nails painted, and it's like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, well I didn't even get to finish this point. Jimmy Dore made this great point, what you were saying earlier, which is that um, Will Smith made it less safe for all live performers, like comedians, because it's it's making this this idea that oh it's okay to just run up and and hit people physically attack people on stage yeah if speech is violence then what's the difference just yeah another, what's just another form fuck, of speech dude so yeah um Are you yeah, looking at him yeah he's looking at, he looks pretty busted up um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh i oh, God, i mean uh, the other funny thing is they ban Will Smith from the Oscars for 10 years. Um, <laughs> I've been thinking about like it's kind of a funny time capsule. What's it going to be in, I guess, 2032? Will Smith will make his uh, return to the Oscars. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it's fucking retarded, dude. Like, they didn't even do anything. You know, they didn't kick him out after he went up there and did that. No, they couldn't. They yeah. No, they could, but they totally could, right? Oh, I, I think, well, okay. I mean, literally they could, but I, I, I think that uh, they were worried, the Oscars was worried about tarnishing their own image even more. I think they kind of wanted to pretend that it didn't happen or something like that. How the fuck do you do that? <laughs> like, like, like just, right in I front of live just, television, like, I think this it was dude just, just pure, went up there and slapped, dude. How do I think you it do was that? just pure desperation. They just, yeah, they knew, right. they knew the images. They didn't know what the Smith. fuck to do. The images of Will Smith being physically removed on top mm. of Chris Rock getting slapped would have just been even worse, and yeah. that's the only that's the only consideration. Uh, uh, that's the only thing I think that was going on in anybody's head. Can uh, you would believe be my he guess. fucking did that? I can't. Even I mean, it. <laughs> it, I, I the thing is, on one hand, like yeah, what he did was fucking stupid. On the other hand, like I understand. I, like I feel, I do feel bad for Will Smith uh, to an extent because he is just so twisted up over this woman who clearly doesn't oh my really love gosh. him. You know what I mean? He is so twisted up over this woman who clearly doesn't really love him, and I, <laughs> I can, I can understand how that can drive uh-huh. completely insane. I get that. Uh, it, it, when 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 you're you're in so deep with somebody that you feel like you can't get out, or you're incapable of imagining your life without them, oh. or something like that. And it turns you it turns you ugly. So it's like clearly, I think, and this isn't a very hot take. I feel like a lot of the people pointed this out, but it's like clearly he is in an abusive relationship, or at least a deeply unhealthy relationship mm. with this woman that he should not be. And because he can't deal with that, it, it's it's got to go outward. He's got to find mm. somebody else to um to to place the rage and blame. Take the anger out on. Because I mean, it's you know. We all saw it. he's laughing at the joke before before yeah, Jordan makes that so look, weird. and then something something gets triggered in him where it's like you know, on some level I feel like he's probably like, oh you're really going to get mad about this? I don't want to deal with this. But then it's like no, this is a somehow this is like an opportunity for me to show mm, or reassert yeah. the the uh, reassert our relationship basically to prove that um, I'm still your man or something like that. Um, and then she like even. <laughs> counter signaled him later and was like i yeah i wish you hadn't done that uh, i wish you didn't do that <laughs> you know what i mean or it's just like will get out bro get out i feel like it, i feel like it's obvious to everyone but worse so i yeah with that shit and then right yeah dude she like talked about having sex with her her, her son's kids and like oh my dear lord i feel bad for for will and his son could you imagine how embarrassing that'd be your mom talking about on live television how she has sex with your friends <laughs> yeah i'd fucking i'd go insane like, i'd, I'd just, go fucking nuts how do you think shit i'd slap chris that? rock too what can i say <laughs> dude how can famous people deal with their life being on camera like that and like in public like that could you imagine yeah. yeah um yeah i think it turns into a crazy person dude i already my tiny little bit of niche internet micro celebrity yeah. is already, already kind of crazy yeah it's, it's already, already a little weird. weird like i couldn't imagine being like world fucking famous like you literally can't step outside your house without you know it being a deal yeah <laughs> 
Um, I think in like five years from now, like meme people or like podcasters are gonna be at that level though. Like we're coming up pretty fast. Yeah, there's some mean people that have already gotten famous. I don't know if you remember Vine. A lot of Vine people have gone on to be yeah, be like literally big. movie stars. Yeah, and yeah, you know, they say like the future film. You know, the future filmmakers are all learning how to edit stuff on their iPhones now. So it'll be interesting to see what goes goes on with that. Oh, for sure. Um, uh, what movies have you enjoyed recently? I just saw The Northman. Okay, uh, my friend just seen that shit. Um, which I was pretty pretty impressed by. Were you? Yeah. Did you like I, The Witch? Have you seen his previous film, The Witch? Yes. I, I like know, that. Also a big fan of The Witch. Very, in, in both cases, both those films, a very, very intense, very brutal magical realism um, that's also very straightforward. I mean, the, the movie... For the most part, I don't feel like either of those movies um, are are trying to uh, how to put it. I don't feel like either of those movies are trying to be um, highbrow in terms of the actual plot. Mm. I think that it's trying to be um, an epic fantasy or an epic experience more than anything else. And I like that because I always say there's too much edifice in movies now. There's too much, uh, too much philosophizing, too much trying to make the the story mean more than it needs to. Um, and so, yeah, I really like the Northman. It was a, it was a really fun experience. Um, I saw the Nicolas Cage meta movie, the unbearable, <laughs> the unbearable weight of massive talent. Um, movie. Yeah, I was waiting for that one for a long time, uh, just because I'm a big Nicolas Cage fan, and that movie was surprisingly sweet. It was surprisingly sweet. Um, I did not dislike it, but it it was it wasn't quite the movie that I was expecting it to be. I don't know if you ever saw JCVD. Have you ever heard of that movie? No. It was the Jean Claude Van Damme meta movie where he plays himself, and it actually uh, I don't know if you were ever a big Jean Claude Van Damme fan, but it it gets into um, him dealing with his own celebrity in a way that gets super intense and super emotional. And he gives arguably the most intense performance of his entire life. You know, he wasn't known as a serious dramatic actor in his life. Um, You know, he's known as an action star. And so I always was really impressed with that movie. And I was kind of hoping that uh, when Nicolas Cage did his meta movie, it would be something a little bit on that level. But the Nicolas Cage one's a little bit more lighthearted, um, which again, not bad. I still enjoyed it, but it wasn't it wasn't quite as cool as I thought it could be. So I was mildly disappointed. Okay, so is this like um uh what's okay, who's the fucking guy who played the Joker? I always blink on his name. He played the Joker, he played in one of my favorite movies in Vice. Well, you got Jared Leto. <laughs> is that the joke you No, about? dude, the latest movie, Joker. Oh, you're talking about Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Um, yes. Have you seen his, I think, called, is it? Is that considered a meta movie where he played himself, Joaquin Phoenix? Which uh, one? Damn. Oh, is this when he was pretending to be a rapper? Yes. But he was playing uh, like himself. He was like, yeah, I'm yeah, the yeah. actor, Joaquin Phoenix, and here's my little rap career thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he was, uh, I guess. He yeah, was being I, silly. Yeah, 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 but I feel like he was that. That movie is almost more like a prank than like a meta movie. I okay, mean, so a meta movie, yeah. you have to be more sincere than that. I, well, I mean, this, this, I'm sure there's somebody writing a thesis about this right now for their <laughs> for film school or something. But yeah, right. I, it, it's a little different. What he did was a little bit different. Have you ever seen The Master? Walking Phoenix. 
Yes. Yes, I love that movie. Yeah, that movie, I feel like that's basically a near perfect movie in my opinion and definitely one of walking next's best performances um that is a goddamn near perfect movie yeah that movie that that movie is a masterpiece yeah um damn wasn't that dude's last fucking movie bro uh, before he died on od'd on heroin what a rock star uh philip seymour yeah i think he may have had one more I think yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he had that. One. Might have been his last movie, man, because that was like not that long ago. The that truth movie. is, I don't know, and I'm sitting right in front of the internet. Yeah, right. Isn't that so funny? <laughs> like, could you imagine handing the? I always think about this. Could you imagine handing the internet to like Isaac Newton or one of those guys, you know, or like even someone earlier than him, or I mean later than him, um, Einstein, you know, like. He'd just be on that motherfucker all day. Like we 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 totally totally like uh, take for granted these things, these little fucking things, these little pocket computers. How absolutely any question you have, you can look this shit up. You know what I mean? It's just goddamn crazier and shit. Mm. I remember that meme back in the day. Like uh, if you showed someone the internet. In the past um first you'd have to explain to them you know how this information super system could even exist in the first place and then you'd have to explain to them why we no you don't i mean do, think about the average person do you think they have any idea what this insane monstrous uh power um that they have in their hands you know in their pockets i mean i mean you'd have to explain to them i I think you'd have to explain to them why it isn't demons right oh right to explain to them why it's not why it's not ghosts yeah why it's not ghosts although there's there is there is the argument that it is just demons and ghosts anyway no it is anyway also also um uh hoffman's last movie was um hunger games so what the fuck? He was in the Hunger Games? I guess he was one of the... I, I didn't watch these movies, but I, I guess he was in part two of Mockingjay. And like, I think he's one of the baddies, so he died while that was being made. Damn, he died 2014. Yeah, the yeah. Hunger Games. Yo, he was in part one. Two, I think. What the fuck? I had no idea. I have. I think I only seen part one, and um, I barely remember it. I didn't really pay attention, but uh, I did not. Yeah, I don't how, remember how him being it. Um, I tell you off air. Oh, okay, um, okay. I'm. Just, I just. I was just trying to figure out you if you were a, a Zoomer, millennial, somewhere on the cusp. Usually the way I test if someone's a Zoomer or not, I ask them, "Can, can you remember life before the internet?" Nine eleven or something. <laughs> like, where no, I always say the internet. Was. Tell me what a day in the life was like before the internet. If you can't do it, well, um, fuck, dude. The internet is uh pretty old. Um, no, okay, yes, the internet has been around for a while, but if you think the, about like social media, that's different. The right when the internet became cheap and ubiquitous, that was a little different because I didn't get the internet until I was at my house. I didn't get the internet until I was fourteen years old, right? So I, I remember I had a childhood before the internet. Uh, what? How old are you? I'm 34. Oh no shit. Um. Yeah, a lot of people. I'm really young for this scene that we're in. You know, a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are more your age. Um, because you have to be like pretty older to be like. Because we're also into like philosophy and intellectual type shit, right? 
Yeah. And most people that have the like the the time, like it takes years for people to really learn a, a lot about this shit. And yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm just a cold motherfucker. <laughs> I, I see you. I see Dugan posting a lot. Oh, dude, he's one of my favorite philosophers. He's probably my my favorite philosopher. Um, how did you get into that? Okay, good question. Um, so let's think here. Um, damn, because there's like, oh, dude, literally like memes on Instagram and shit, like Beyond Woke, like a year ago. Mm. Or maybe even more than a year ago. Fuck. Maybe like two years ago. Uh, following Beyond Welcome and Problematic. God bless him. He just came on the pod too. Um, that had been funny if we had him on this episode too. He's on my episode with Academic Fraud. Um, all four of us should do an episode together. Academic Fraud was going to come on. But he's like getting bullied by some people on the internet. <laughs> right now like aren't some, we all aren't we all yeah, yeah i know but so supposedly some people are fucking with him like hardcore um and like fucking with his work and shit which is so that sucks cool. that Doesn't sucks that suck? will smith damn it huh he's getting will smith yeah dude is what what's happening to will smith i just mean i just mean that will smith is uh you know when, when you're slapping a comedian in the face you're, you're will smith and somebody oh yeah yeah i know like yeah, isn't that the worst thing in the world to be so sick and mentally ill and twisted in your fucking mind that mm. somebody can piss you off on the internet? Someone that doesn't have no fucking idea who you are, you know, yeah. or even care. And you, you are so pissed off by the things they're saying. Some, somebody that, like Academic Fraud is clearly an artist. You know what I mean? You know, yeah, either fucking way. It doesn't matter what they're fucking saying or doing. I could not imagine someone being that fucking fucked up in the head that you're going to go and try to fuck with their personal life in general, let alone a fuck of, their, their, a their way of living. of people out there, and all they have left is their rage. That's all they have. That's all they have going for them. Well, they're powerless. They're powerless yeah. people. Yes. Right? And, that, so, and so, that's got to so, go, and that's got to go somewhere. If exactly. Passive, gotta go somewhere. And well, they are not, not always good. Well, think about it. They're powerless people. So the little bit of power they have is. Yeah. It's like the it's like the type of people that. who who just they they complain at every restaurant they go to. You know, they 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 they're the <laughs> type of people they always they can't wait to to shit on some uh, minimum wage uh, employee somewhere. Yes, exactly. It, it's all they do. I remember I worked at a pizza for a number of years and. Uh, you know the type, the type of person who that 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 just makes their day, just complaining or trying to force you to give them something for free, or you know trying to make you um, scared, basically trying to make you you know nervous that that, that they were going to uh, want to talk to your manager, right? They were going to care in you or something. I hate um, you. You you'd know the type, um, and, and you know that they 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 don't just do this to you. They do it to everybody they see as uh, being lesser than being someone they can they can get away with this type of behavior with. So that shit is definitely real. Um, customer service and its consequences have been a disaster for the human race. Um, well, you know what's funny? I bet these weirdos that do this shit on the internet, um, I bet they're the type of weirdo type niggas. Like, they don't even – they wouldn't even do this in real life to people like at restaurants or whatever because they literally – don't want to 
they want to have like the least amount of human interaction because they're literally scared to do that to people in real life. You know? No, absolutely. Also, yeah. feel like I feel also feel like they're powerless, and they're really powerless in real life. You know, and so like they're like, oh, I can't be mean to people in real life, so I'm gonna be mean to people on the internet. Absolutely, right? absolutely. It's it's actually funny to think about that. They're worse than Karens. <laughs> At least a Karen won't be mean to you to your face. I know, right? Um, um, try to go where you work or like go after people. Like with me, if they ever find out I'm talking to a girl, they'll go and harass her and fucking go and DM her just lies. Some real tough guys. Some real tough horrible guys. Horrible lies. I think, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think a lot of them are like virgin type dudes that are just, gonna say, this the, guy the, gets girls through this. No the way. Age. The insult. Oh my age, yeah. God. Yeah, dude. Like no, what no pussy will do to a motherfucker. <laughs> you ever seen those memes? Yo. Yeah, oh. Those are so funny because they're so real. It's funny because it's true. I, I I think we've seen uh, I think we've seen uh, some very detailed case studies of that actually. You know, Mike Tyson has this like quote. They, some people even put it on a shirt where it's like something like um, "Internet people need to get like punched in the face." Like the only reason why they do this shit on the internet is because like <laughs> they they can't get punched in the face. And speaking of Mike Tyson, I have a couple of things to talk about Mike Tyson. He's he's actually a philosophy head. He has a quote where he's talk about reading Nietzsche and Kierkegaard. Can you believe that? Uh, like, I did see that. pretty normie level, but Kierkegaard is like a little more. I did see that. And I also saw that uh, MC Hammer, he started getting into philosophy Get as well. Fo- so. Well, what kind? What, what, what exactly? He got into something. He was talking some heavy. Some heavy shit. Nick Land type inspired, shit. Inspired. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, deconstructing um, uh, scientific materialism type of stuff. I was like, okay. Wow. Okay, Hammer. Um. I love whenever I see like cool people that are also smart because that's like my deal is I like the idea that like, cause you know, usually when you have cool people, they're not smart, you know, or when you have smart <laughs> people, they're not very cool. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, um, I liked, I liked, I liked uh, people that are both and I try to be both. Um, what was I going to say? Um, okay. Yeah. I know that. So that there's Mike Tyson about that with philosophy and the recent debacle where this nigga beat somebody up on a plane. Did you see that shit? Who? Mike Tyson, bro. He beat somebody up on an airplane recently? Yes. Look this shit up, he's still, bro. He's still got the old fight in him. Yeah. Yes. Like, like I also like, cause I like talking about like, like recent, like new shit know. on the, on the show. Might, I, I might, you know, I wouldn't enjoy it while it was happening, but I might feel honored to have uh, Mike Tyson chew my ear off on an airplane. Dude, this guy was just bought. He was drunk, obviously, and he was just bought. He was behind him, right? And he was just bothering the fuck out of him, bro. Was this two weeks ago? Okay, so you looked it up. Yeah. Yeah. How did you not hear about this? No, dude. I mean. Again, you'd think for a guy who spent so much time on the internet. Uh, so I guess for, I guess lately, I guess lately I've been I've been grinding, I've been working, so it's not. Oh um, yeah. Sometimes this, I go like this dude being a this dude looks like he's being a little obnoxious. No hell yes, dude. Mike Tyson is one of the coolest guys in the world. Yeah. Um, you have to be say. really bothering. He's old, you know. Yeah. You have to be really bothering the, the dude to fucking get him to beat your ass like that. You know? He's pouting at the end. That's the, the. Oh my god, he's crying. He's nah. He's milking it. He's milking it. What a he bitch. Got, 
Yeah, he's being he's definitely being a little bitch. I'd be so proud of myself if I got my ass kicked by Mike Tyson. <clears throat> I wouldn't. I'd be like, I'm a fucking dickhead. <laughs> I'm an asshole. Okay, and I got this cool right, right. old man so worked up that he had a what beat if you my what if you on an right, airplane? What, <laughs> what if what if you just walked up to Mike Tyson and were like, listen, dude, like you're one of the greatest fighters of all time. And Would you just, just punch me in the death. face. We just punch me. I'll sign there's uh, a video. There's a video. I'll sign a release on. form. I'll sign a release form right now if you'll just beat my ass, please. I bet I can take a punch from him in the stomach. I have abs, so nah, he'd probably knock the fucking like, yeah. <laughs> like I yeah. like, fly, like I fly like two even feet even in old age. I think Mike's the type of guy who can especially <laughs> those lower hits, those body shots. He'd probably knock you out through a door. All right, <laughs> <laughs> dude. There's a video. There's a video of him. Um, I wish I had it to where we can like watch the video and like live react. Um. We'll have that all set up. We'll, we'll uh, get there one day. We'll get there one yeah. day. Yeah. Uh, for right now, it's low tech, lo-fi. But um, so there's a video of him uh, bothering Mike Tyson, and then a video of like Mike turning around and just fucking pummeling the guy. And it's like, dude, you have to be a cold motherfucker to beat somebody up in a fucking airplane seat from behind you. you know what I mean? <laughs> like, dude, you're, if you've been on like, for, like, like you know, when you're on airplanes, man, there's not a lot of space. And it's like, dude, you think Mike Tyson would not be like, he'd be like riding fucking like first class. What is he even? Yeah. Well, that looks like, it looks like first class. I don't know what first class looks like. I'm fucking poor as fuck. I've never even been close to thinking about fucking, like, dude. You've, I never, well, you've never been on an airplane? I said I've never been on first class. You usually have to walk through first class on your way. to. <laughs> you've done that before? You have to walk through for, uh, for you know, the first class section of the is plane. Is that what that is? You know, like when you get on the plane, unless you're on just like at the fucking plane. front of the plane, yeah, and they're they're they're, they're bigger seats, you have more space. Here's the thing: I did not know that. I did not know that that was what I thought. First class was like maybe a whole different airplane. Oh, <laughs> you know, well, I did not know I that the first class was just the front of the airplane. There are like if you get on, like on a Spirit jet, there's no there's no. Uh, first class because it's just like an Airbus but whenever you get on like uh, especially like an international flight or something that first section you walk through where they got like the little cubbies and yeah. leg room and all that that's, that is first class I had no fucking clue so what is coach I didn't even know I don't even know what this is dude when I fly I just get the cheapest possible ticket I can barely yeah. afford plane tickets in general but I get the cheapest yeah. fucking ticket and um, I want to travel more man I love traveling Um, you ever been overseas? No, I desperately, desperately, desperately want to. That's my biggest thing in life is I want to travel. I've never been outside the country. We got to get those drug cult gang numbers up. Oh, dude, we're really big all around the world. It's crazier than shit. Um, I would never like, dude, it's crazy. We have people like all around the world, like Russia, um, just every country you can think of. We have someone there. Um, whenever, whenever I look at my, go ahead. Whenever I look at my like anchor uh, stats, I know that there's one dude who listens to me in Saudi Arabia, and I always wonder who he is. Yeah, I'd be thinking that too. Like, who are who, who's this guy in like it's, in fucking yeah. Palestine listening to my shit? I always on, think like, I always one think of those like crank up TVs that you have to crank. <laughs> <laughs> crank internet, crank Wi-Fi. Uh, um, I always wonder because I was like, is it a contractor and he's just like an English speaking guy, or is it like an actual Saudi dude just sitting there 
and like I was scrolling through the internet and I found this dude um, because whoever you are, Mystery Saudi, I, I, I see I see that little that little flag pop up all the time. Yeah, Saudi Arabia, they're not as like real like uh, war torn and poor like uh, the other Middle Eastern countries are. If I'm if I'm correct. No, they're pretty rich. They're pretty rich. They're 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 especially the rich. The rich of Saudi war Arabia tearing, are really we're tearing their neighbors up. Yeah, but not the not themselves. No, no, we're scared to go to war with them. That's how fucking good they, tight they are. Yeah. Well, you, you yeah, have any cool was... traveling stories before we wrap this up? Uh, <laughs> well, we can go. We, we we can go as long as you want. Um, um, I'm gonna. Well, no, I was actually gonna say I'm gonna have to go to sleep soon, but. Um, I that would be that would actually be a whole other episode. I've I've hitchhiked Europe and I've hitchhiked Japan, and those are probably oh, that sounds really two, cool. Yeah, those are probably my two biggest travels. Like the stories. mountains in Japan? No, no, no. I didn't go to I didn't go north. I went south. So I was well. I mean, I guess I was up in the mountains at one point, but That's I sick as fuck. Yeah, that was um, I hitchhiked from berlin to istanbul and i hitchhiked from uh tokyo to hiroshima so those are like my two big hitchhiking trips um and then other than that i've 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 had some other (laughs) i've had some other funny adventures in the u.s and uh let's see i've been to mexico um i mean obviously i grew up i'm from san diego so you know when I was like a teenager, if you wanted to go bar hopping, you just hop on down to TJ and <laughs> they don't really ask questions there, at least, at least back in the day. Uh, now, now TJ's, um, well, actually, I don't know, because maybe COVID has um, uh, brought some of the, the classic sketchy TJ back, but no, I have, a, I have a, a pretty good amount of travel stories, but that would be, that would be a whole nother episode. We'll have to save that for next time. Yeah, I, well, if I was a travel, I'd really want to go to Afghanistan and try some like raw fucking organic opium from those poppy plants i you know what that'd be so sick you know do do an uh (laughs) do a drug call gang episode with the taliban that would be be some legendary podcast that actually okay so me and this my boy thaddeus russell we're actually thinking about doing like some vice type shit but like actually real and cool and like not libtarded out like they have became because you know vice oh, some classic so cool. vice some classic yeah vice. hell yeah and we're that that actually is in the making so for everyone listening be on the lookout for that it's gonna be cool as fuck and like nice. we're gonna take drug cool gang at like another level um like more visual content and shit and like documentaries and shit nice um, but um yeah um what time is it over there uh, it is eight thirty here. But oh, so I've, you're I've, you're earlier than me. I've been up since um I've been up since six, so I am a little little beat. Yeah, you're. I thought you might have been even like later than me. Okay, well, um, <laughs> so go ahead and plug your shit, and we'll um wrap this up. Uh, if you guys want to find me, I'm Schizotopia Pod on Instagram, and I'm at Brain Origami on Twitter, um, and. If you want to find my me, my podcast, my memes, the, the articles I write, all that stuff, um, you'll you'll find them there if you don't know me already. Okay, cool. Um, thanks for coming on, dude. This was a dope episode. Thanks for having me, man. I know it was long overdue. Great to be here. Yeah, we've been trying to get you on for a minute. Okay, well, here, let me stop the record. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I get mad suited, I got this bad thing I recruited. 
My passion is a movie, I say fuck it cause I screwed up I stay on my list, I raise everywhere I go, I'm screwed up I know my Texas niggas got my back and that's for sure though Sippin' on Instagram like it's tiny brain We ain't never gon' get this fucking life from I know them boys say they get to the money over there, baby. Trust me, these niggas not like us. I put charisma in my lingo when she fell for me. I gave her realness and that's all she gon' get from me. All the five superstars straight up out the hood. I just did a dose of Percocets with some strippers. I just did a dose of Percocets with some strippers. I just focus leaning in my cup like it's looking. I just need a whole lot of drugs in my system. I just try out acid for the first time I feel good. Treasure bream is a recoding in my delivery. I pulled up in a big beat, swerving like a hippie. Moving with the dopers and pushers in the rover, ducking undercover, hugging the interstate. Popping a couple cakes, the drum hanging under me. Got a chain hanging over me. God watching over me, all my angels watch over me. I bag it like groceries, keep some cash flowing over me. Got some money all in my hand and I stack it all under me. The young niggas under me, they gon' stand up in any war. We built this shit ground up at the head of a seminar. I talk for the real ones, I talk for them niggas, they feel this shit out in Belgium. Free band gang. I asked for the first time.